equipment. All right, let's start it up then, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Keith Basil. We're gonna watch it. This is Keith Basil. Ooh, I sounded very Midwest there. I know. <laughs> Keith Basil. We're gonna watch a little TV. All right. You know, Richard Starsky. <laughs> Flicking through the channels. Got a lot of stuff this week. Yeah. Emmys happen. December seventh, night. Storms, Paramount mergers, Jim Irsay almost overdosed on drugs again. <laughs> I thought about his band. I got maced. Just <laughs> not the politics. We just like that she got maced. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Keith Pazel. Hey, everyone. Coming to you live from a studio apartment here <laughs> in beautiful Los Angeles, California. There's an applause side above you. Please applause when it goes on. Yeah. Here we go. All right, we're, we're coming in. The we're weather. watching the news. Because Look at this guy's shoes. The of the month, I, I love the, the, the oh, L.A. Weather, weatherman is hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's Starting all, with Dallas. Rain. It's so many different types of casualty levels. And one you got like <laughs> the it's a suit, but it's a leisure suit with yeah. the tennis shoes. Yeah. Maybe a black sock peeking out of those tennis shoes. To yeah. Let you know, you know, I'm professional. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's their. Uh, so, yeah, I was watching. I've been watching a lot of Chicago weather this past Chicago. week because I I always like looking at it. This time of the year is part of the reason why I like living here because it's been the terrible cold. I was I've been a dick on the phone this week. <laughs> I don't think they like that very much. They're like, oh, it's so cold. It's like, yeah, it's sixty five here. <laughs> now that's but work it is calls. a brisk sixty five. You know what's interesting about it is that because the housing here is not built for any cold. No, at all. there's no insulation. This it, is all sheetrock. These walls. It, it gets cold in the, in your apartment. It totally does. Uh, but it's. I mean, believe me, if, if this housing was in the Midwest, half the city would die because it's it's not it's not. You know, oh, and, ready for and it, the you know? stone would chip like this. Yeah. You, you would have chipped stone. That's why I mean, Chicago had to be a brick city. A because of the fire, but also because brick is extremely strong and lasts centuries. A brick you know? shit house. That's exactly. That was always like a like a big kid in high school was like a football player. He's built like a he's brick shit built house. Like a brick shit house. Know, yeah, my like, grandpa would say the same shit. <laughs> the uh, the nose tackle on the football team team was some Italian kid. He's it's Joey Vendetta. No, he's two hundred and thirty five pounds. He's five ten. He's built like a brick shit house. <laughs> oh, because the USC basketball team is ass, and he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to uh, answer for his boy. God, it's like why does he get asked questions about? I don't. You know, listen. I want him to do well. Just get off my back. You know. <laughs> 
seriously. Your people are unbelievable. I, I don't know. It's Why does every single moment have to be like, I tell you what, has to be watched. The media is so culpable in the Trump phenomenon that as much of an idiot as he is, God, he understands the media. Speaking of that, let's go to fucking the, let's get the Ingram angle on everything. Oh, this, this woman is terrible. <clears throat> violates Harvard Code of Conduct, correct? It depends on the context. Oh, I hate this same fucking, oh, and they, her, her last name is gay. That's why they yeah. picked her. The, the, they're picking her to split Monica, the Jewish vote. They want, they want to pick her to split the Jewish vote. She's terrible. She's an awful human being. I mean, yeah, this yeah. Ingram in the middle should really talk about, if you have any opinion on trans people, you should talk because you look like one gal. The fact they're all very accomplished uh, leaders. But they say I look like Suzanne Summers. To the cause. Look at this Not lightweight. Not to President Trump, but to America first. No more never Trumpers or Obama holdovers or deep staters undermining. Unlikely to win, uh, win New York. Administration from within. She is She's horrible. Really Who's this? Oh, <clears throat> uh, Gina uh, yeah, Stefanik. She is. I mean, she's just like, yeah, yeah. The blood is being spoiled. Can you? I imagine? mean, she is parroting. All, all of Donald Trump's statements. Can you imagine the poor woman that has to be stuck being the like, the the like sacrificial woman to run with him because oh, they have to oh, do it. Yeah, yeah, it has exactly. To be a woman. Yeah, absolutely. And and having to team up with him and have her just be a, a real nasty cunt. She knows she's going to be. She's a terrible person. She's really bad. She's not good. I mean, and and, and this is part of the sycophants that have been created through him through the Trump phenomenon and their takeover you know, and their grip on the party. I mean, she's. Not good. She is not good. I do not like her. She is a, she's not a good human being. She's completely, like the, the racial dimension, she has pushed that hard, hard. They're hostages. January 6th, they're hostages. I mean, that's what they're going to make the issue. I, I hope the Democrats are smart enough to say, and this is where the humor comes, people. I hope the, the Democrats are smart enough to say, you know, uh, the way you handled the pandemic was an absolute cr crime. It's a crime how grossly incompetent he was. They have got to pummel that message. Me. Calling know? the Haley opponents isolationists in MAGA world. Molly, where have we heard that before? The isolationism. Why am I talking <sighs> like I just got a fresh set of Botox? <laughs> Yeah, her Please. voice is terrible. I need, at this point, can you just sock me in the face so I have any feeling <laughs> in my lips? Some experience reaching Appeals out to, to moderate voters. I mean, look at fucking God. Nikki Haley's lips. She fucking supports liberal interventionism. Sure, that's what it is. Liberal intervention. Do you realize what a bad thing it's going to be for the planet if this country truly tries to withdraw from NATO and all of its obligations? Do you realize how, what yeah. a bad idea that is? How unstable that's going to create the world? You've got to realize that's a bad idea. You know, it's like, yeah, it, it can be pared down. You can deal with certain parts of it. But the fundamental character, America has to be engaged with the planet. It has to be engaged with And the America planet. must win because you know? Jesus and the devil are going to fight. <laughs> and, you know, you got to be here on the winning end. Whose side do you want to be on? Swayed by left-wing narratives. No, she's not. It's not a left-wing narrative to actually be... It's amazing. She's so freakishly conservative. Do you know what they're going to say about her, too? She took, the, she took the rebel flag off of the South Carolina flag because she, she capitulated to woke ideas. I always forget that that's what that flag is called. 
What, what? The, that it's called the rebel flag. Oh, yeah, 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 the rebel flag. Yeah, absolutely. I always forget that some flags have, like, a name, that it, they're known as that flag. Yeah, and so she took it off of the you South Carolina flag. flag. You flag, a couple <laughs> flags down the street, uh, you know what I'm saying? After, um, after that guy... Oh, no! That tough wordplay we're doing right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, know if, I don't know if it worked, but no. But my point is, is... Uh, she was, uh, she, you know, when that guy went into that famous Charleston African-American church and, and offed nine people, when he went in there and killed people in a fucking church, which is pretty bad. That's pretty fucking bad. She, she had enough political savvy to say, we got to take the Confederate flag off the South Carolina flag. I bet you they said that that's a weakness of hers. That's her capitulating to wokeness. No, 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 no. That was a bad, <laughs> awful tragedy. And she actually did the right thing by doing that. So it's just like, don't, I mean. I, I got to get a no, 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 drop. <laughs> you will, you will. Oh, I just got it, but I just, I wish I had it on the button. <laughs> so, so to speak, on the button. Oh, there we go. I like that. Speaking of on the button, what's happening here? Is this a little thick? And looks what Calvin Klein is trying to ram down your right here. Now that's gross. Those aren't beautiful big ones. I'm a fan of a large gal, but. That's not that's not the the move right there. That one isn't there some dark underbelly here? Like, listen, this country has got a real. Ob isn't there a sense of humor in that? I think. Yeah. When they're putting obese people out there, isn't Don't there? Don't let these leftists hear you say the c word. That country, you know you what know? I'm saying? What, 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 that's what, what, the new c word amongst the leftists. Well, what is what? Just country. I'm just making a joke about how they hate patriotism and shit oh, like oh, that. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I don't. I mean, it's. Well, that, that version of patriotism, I'm with you. We you surf know? on. We'll see what the readout is. These fucking titles. The yeah, Ingram angle, the readout, they're all verbs. <laughs> to restore Eugene's reputation. Yep. So putting we aside talk what damages like Eugene this might be on for her MSNBC. Harm, and what punitive damages the jury awards specifically to yeah. punish Donald Trump's, Trump. Just what would Trump's legal woes are, are a genuine problem. They're I make a genuine a point, problem. I emphasize my points like this so you see my wedding ring. <laughs> I am married to a person of color. I am better than you. No, well, well it's, it's so funny. That, that's what, like, obviously you're right-wing assholes. They just talk down to us like we're a bunch of idiots. Well, yeah. they do. But, like, you're listen dumb. to you're what you're retard. saying. You're listen, a retard. Yeah, listen to what you're saying. Take some responsibility. You know, but my beef there, again is, in, well, yeah, I'm not going to go off into that, but I've, I've been watching a lot. I've been going on the legal uh, rabbit hole of Trump. Glenn Kirshner, I've been watching a lot of the past three weeks. Have you watched him at all? Who? Glenn Kirshner? No. He's on Brian Tyler Cohen sometimes. Who is that? That oh, sounds like a folk oh, oh, band. That oh, sounds yeah, like oh, a guy who sings fucking. Uh, uh, he's of the globe. Okay. He's of oh, the he's, globe. He goes to the God. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He is a. Uh, he is the chosen people. He's great. I His love middle him. name's Bernard, if you know what I'm well, saying. It's a Brian Tyler Cohen. I think he's great. I think he's totally Kim good. Kim Jong-un could be he's closer so to what? Smart. We're talking about nu nuke war here? Unparalleled access to North Korea's highly... Listen to that voice. Program. This is a nuclear voice I got here. Oh, 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 is this what, what, what Trump did? Like no, Trump this is apparently Kim Jong-un is apparently getting ready to nuke South Korea. Years ago, a chilling shift in leader Kim Jong Un's strategy. You see, far more than I'm telling you, bro. World War Three is happening. You see, we're in it, dog. China cannot invade Taiwan. China cannot invade Taiwan because that is being done for the American election cycle. It's truly being done for that purpose. The planet is at stake. It's not our country. It's the planet that's at stake. 
It's not just our country. Yes, our country will change into something different. Big legal decision today, people. I don't know if you pay attention to the Supreme Court. You probably don't because most people don't, even though it has a direct impact on how our economy is regulated and also the certain freedoms and rights we have. So you should pay attention to it a lot more than what you do. But I will now get off my soapbox. Big decision today, big hearing going on over the Chevron case. There's a Chevron case. In 1984, the Supreme Court basically decided, okay, government agencies, you have the capacity okay, and you're given a lot of latitude to define like, what's going on with the economy you know, and, and how to regulate the economy and how to regulate certain industries. They're gutting that. They're- Kim Jong-un was just shooting an automatic rifle wearing the same hat that Norton and the Honeymooners wore. <laughs> the well, old listen, newsboy th- cap. Th- that's what they would show with Manuel Noriega. It's just the same the same images they give you. I'm so sick of it. Dude, I see I see anything about North Korea and I'm just like By the rights, how bizarre. Yeah. How Korean. It's, it's how still, Korean. How it's Korean. Still Marxist. And it's it's attempted. It's, it's still, it's, I mean, it's, you know, trying it's to be. It's just wild to me. It's not. Even China is like a crazy dictatorship. Oh, yeah. But you can, like, go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, like, you know, you pay on their One World app. They get your identity. You're in the books for good. But they let you, like, mingle about and yeah. capitalize. Yeah. In the, North Korea is one of those spots where, like, you can go, but there's two men telling you what you can do at all times. Yeah. Like, it's very, it's almost like a Stepford government, like Stepford wife type shit. I mean, that, that's that's what Eastern. Where it's like yeah. it's a social experiment. That's my conspiracy. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a. Uh, they need a showcase of a dictatorship, so it's just like you're gonna be the crazily over the top dictatorship country. <laughs> Well, you know, and basically what North Korea is now is what like most of Eastern Europe was trying to be and kind of was during the Cold War. That's very much as like you would, remember the scene in Rocky Four. Rocky Four. That's what I go back to. That's my that's my history. It's not actually reading a book. It's not my degree. It's watching Rocky Four. Remember when he goes to Russia and he's followed around? Like that would happen with certain figures uh, in, in Russia, but certainly in the Eastern Europe too. Like it was not a free movie. Freedom. The free movement of people was not allowed. Not or very regulated, I should yeah. say. Very regulated, you know? I mean, it, it, it would happen, but going across borders, you didn't travel from Hungary to Poland, I think, very often. It just didn't happen Fucking very Jason much. Melton in the Ozempic commercial you know? here. So those countries, are, I mean, North Korea is a throwback to That's the Jason past. Melton, dude. Meet the <laughs> it looks good. Connect with the provider at Ooh, is, got, it, is it a new Ozempic? Rose, a little Rosempic. So yeah, that, the, but the political angle, we're going off a little bit on that. Oh, but, yeah. no, we're getting it. So what... Uh, uh, yeah, what else? What else is on? That's what we do. Forensic files. I tell you what, we're my, flicking around. My, my girlfriend saw your clips. And I said that the Does clips she like you sent them? out. She was like, she, "The show actually looks like a like it's a you know well produced podcast. Like it's a lot better than, yeah. than stuff I've seen." And, I, and I, you know something, Keith, I have to give you some credit. I, I think you've done like a decent job. You, you've put your back into it, and I give you credit. I, I'm just a lazy ass who comes over here every once in a while, and you let me be an asshole. But no, hey, let, let me just spew my mind. Anyone out. can be an asshole here. But but, but the point is, is uh, you know, it, I think there's some production value, and we had a couple good laughs there. Hell you know? yeah! Looking at the the Minnesota sports stuff, it was bizarre. That was a fun time, you know. But yeah, anyway, yeah. What uh, is there a uh, Hallmark movie on? Maybe, maybe not. In the life, we'll get some Beatles shit right here. Oh, there's a Hallmark movie for sure. What the fuck? Yeah, show yeah. your real problems really begin. What's it like with these fans outside, Paul? Uh, at first, it's murder. Cause, you know, it looks looks as though they're gonna tear you apart. Once you get the hang of it, you get used to it, and uh, <laughs> it gets a bit easier. What, what a bunch of dumbasses! Th- that that no must have been. Well, you go outside, <laughs> and there's people. 
a lot of people. I mean, and then we go inside, and there's not a lot of people, <laughs> so it's all right, dude. I mean, they were from working class Liverpool, Northern England, dude. Northern England is like Alabama. I mean, it is like the Hicks of England live in Northern yeah, England. I they mean, sound like the Irish. You know? That's how hillbilly yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, it's not like London and, and, and South South England is the much more sort of sophisticated kind of advanced British. Yeah, the faster they talk in England, the more hillbilly you are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because you gotta, you know, we're always rolling down the hills. You know. But I, I wonder if Liverpool is considered Northern England. It's probably not. Newcastle it's is the, like it's Maryside. It's no, eh, it's north. Yeah, because Newcastle is right on the border of like Scotland, right? That's like the northern city, right? Yeah, Newcastle. and they got a weird accent. They say like they were poor. You're oh. very poor. Yeah. Instead of poor. Yeah. Like they got the Geordie accent. They caught a serial killer because all the people that survived him were like, no, he had a Geordie accent. Wow. And he was from Newcastle. Well, yeah, oh. because they had him profiled as like this guy. He's from fucking Birminghamshire. Oh. And all the sur people that survived him were like, no, he had a Geordie accent. Wow. That's how fucked up their accent is. Because he was a he was a truck driver, yep. right? And so he drove across. Exactly. It was yeah. Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly. a Netflix documentary. Well, it was on, it was on the he creation was, of He the, was Aring Gals. That created Take Back the Night. Oh, no! That created Take Back the Night. Yeah, which your mother was a part of. Uh, uh, not so not much that. that not so much that, but it was at the same time. But they were. she was taking back uh, her night. Th th that was second wave feminism really rearing its head. Like, listen, you got to deal with this. Listen, this is not bitch. good. You listen, know? bitch uh but but it was uh um yeah yeah but yeah second wave feminism that that, that very much was uh, take back the night was big when i was in college like a lot of women would march up take back the night on langdon street which was frat row frat row was deemed like the conservative part of the uh, of the campus so they marched up uh, you know frat row uh, on take back the night like topless women like my age topless women like in 1990 <laughs> We're just in, back the night. in the drudges of college basketball right now. Uh, I actually kind of like it because it's, you know, now that football's over. Now, but, you know, it, it just tr transfers into what is your team going to do for the draft? That's how your mind, because you, when you watch playoff football, I assume you watch playoff football this past oh, yeah. weekend. Didn't you, didn't you realize these teams are better than my team? Didn't oh, you yeah. realize that? It's like, yeah. But my team was not a playoff team. It had some playoff we'll contours to it. put on the NFL it, Network to talk. But it wasn't a very good team. little ball here. Their defense was, my Vikings defense was soft. Charmin soft. Gen Y soft. I hate this approaching the camera fucking Orson Welles bullshit they do. <laughs> and what is with the tennis shoes? I, I mean, you want to be comfortable, I guess. Yeah, well, they, that, they do that, make them look. do. And on the NFL Network, these guys got to do three hours of the same, eight yeah. hours of the same news over and over again. Yeah, they don't do it old school. Back in the day, hey, Rob Aponte's in the okay. chat there. <laughs> hey, you know the Bears? I actually, you know, they, they. I tell you what, they got a bit of a short leash on Fields. You know, it's been three, three years. Back in my day. No, Black Sabbath <laughs> are from the Midlands, baby. Oh, they are? Yeah, because uh, the Ponte in the chat says Black Sabbath also from North England. They are from Birmingham. Oh. Aston Villa fans. Oh, okay. Bruh. Do, do you know? I, oh, dude, I told you on, on yeah, Friday. Birmingham, Birmingham is not North England. Birmingham is smack dab the middle of England. It's the Midlands. Yeah. The West Midlands. Uh, yeah, exactly, because it's got a water. I think it's got it's a uh, water. Where the Packies live. But I was, uh, uh, you know, I saw in concert last Friday. I saw the Black Savages at the Viper Room. Oh, yeah, a bunch of gals doing the... Yes. Did they play War Pigs? They open with War Pigs, Hell of yeah. course. They they played War Pigs. Were they tiny? Were they all short? Uh, the, the Musically, they were great. They were great. But the lead vocalist, who was the lead because she was a pretty woman, that's the reason why, 
uh, her voice was not strong enough. It wasn't Ozzy enough. You know, you, you got to really hit that. And John Reynolds gathered. I do a good war pigs yeah. on karaoke. I'm proud of my war pigs on karaoke. You're proud. That's your absolutely. It's one your of my fucking possum kingdom. It, it's one of my three to five go tos. Thank God I'm a country boy. You know, you sexy thing by hot chocolate. Those are <laughs> those are my three karaoke's. It's your you know? possum kingdom. Uh, yeah. So well, my point is, is uh, they were. Uh, but musically, they played the hits. It was their first uh, first show on a world tour. They're playing in England this coming week. The Northwest Indiana of England, Rob Aponte <laughs> says. So, yeah, they were uh, uh, they were good. They opened with War Pigs. They played NIB, which is NIB is a great song. NIB What's that? My name is Lucifer. Please take my hand. <laughs> Some people All say of the early my Sabbath love songs. cannot be true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that the? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Da, 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 yeah. Da, That's da, a great da. song. A tune is a jam. I didn't it realize I was doing the whole first Sabbath run, great. dude. So no, there was a yeah. haunted house in my neighborhood. Yeah. And I re- didn't realize until recently they used the entire first track of Black Sabbath as the song that would play at the beginning of The Haunted House. <laughs> that you would go through or you, you get candy what at? What is this <laughs> that stands before me? <laughs> that was playing as you were walking Absolutely. down the stairs into The Haunted dun, House. Dun, 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 and some like, fucking drunk would grab your foot exactly. on the way down. I'm surprised no one got hurt at oh, that dude, haunted house. I remember going into this haunted house. I had one where like, you, okay, you got to close your eyes. Now reach into that bowl. You're reaching into eyeballs. And I was like seven years old. It was like grapes, you know, like ah. lubed up grapes. Oh, it's was just your mom weird. there calling you a pussy? No, no, not at all. That, that was the community center. I love I, trick or treating was great. So much fun. Anyway, you know, um, Look, at, they're loving these fucking old Chief Bill games. They're really prepping you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of think, I kind of think the Bills are going to get them. I think it's yeah, the Bills I do turn. too. It's the Bills' turn. Although the Chiefs are a fucking mentally tough team, they can't score touchdowns. It's wild to me that this is going to be their first road playoff game. I know. I mean, it's cheat. Come on, do you know what the the fortune you've had? That's like cheat code shit. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, my brother's a lifelong Chief fan. I mean, he has been heavily into this. Heavily Does he into the see run. an end to this? Does he know that like this is going to have to end soon? That like you're not you're not going to be. Do you think this is going to be like a thirty year Cowboys? Like they're just going to be good now? Oh, well, I think it's as even long, post it's, Mahomes. It's as long as no, it's as long as Mahomes is healthy. You know, there's post Malone. Because, We're talking about post Mahomes. I don't know. So you know Maybe they'll turn into the Green Bay Packers. Oh no! I'm sorry. Jordan Love is not going to be a great quarterback. That's yeah, not, he'll be he'll be one of those guys like Jimmy Garoppolo. Where, uh, where you think he's good now, and I'm saying this, the yeah. Packers might sneak into the Super Bowl. Oh, we I might know. have to deal with that. I know. I but know. he will not be on the Packers in two years. I don't... Uh, interesting. I, yeah. Like, it'll be like a Jimmy G. Like, the, they'll have tape on Jordan Love. They always need tape on you. Yeah. There's no tape on Jordan Love yet. He was terrible in the first half which of the is, season. Which is, different, which is almost like a reset because they had tape on bad Jordan Love. Yeah. Now they need like nine games to watch good Jordan Love. Yeah, exactly. They'll figure him out midway through next year. I'll be curious to see if San Francisco, because they had an extra week off, if they've been able to put some wrinkles in to do that. You know what I mean? Right. I think they had the physical talent to do it. I mean, the Niners are great, right? I mean, they're a good football team, right? I think the Niners should beat them. But the Pack can win that game. I have to admit it. I got to admit this. The Pack has some young skill players that are pretty good. 
They've got like two or three. Uh, Watson is a pretty good skill guy. That guy Reed is a pretty good skill guy, I think. That guy was a Dobbs, D-O-U-B-S. Dobbs. Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs. They've got, and they got a a tight end who's decent enough. They got some good young skill guys. Their offense could be good, uh, but I got a feeling that the Niners should be able to school them. Week off, you're going to be healthier. All your weapons are there. The. Got The Niners have four good weapons on offense. Does the road playoff four. game bother your brother at all? Does that does he fear the road playoff game? Um, I, he hasn't had to experience one for eight years, yeah. you know what? So it's like, yeah, I mean, I think it does. But the fact is, man, the Chiefs are a mentally tough team. They know what to do. Like they could definitely beat the Buffalo. Bills. Got better weirdly this year. They have better skill players. Yeah. Yes. Like the uh, Bills got a they had a decent receiver. They finally had a thousand yard rusher. Their yeah. offensive line improved. Like yeah. I think they have a better Mahomes is better than Allen, but the Bills have a better overall offense this yeah, year. Uh the Chiefs receivers aren't good. They dropped too many passes. Kelsey dropped three passes in that game. No, granted, it was also minus 150. You know, so I mean it was brutal. But when I watched that Chief game with I'm thinking and I, I, I in my head I was like, Vikings should trade Jefferson to the Chiefs. Ooh, let me see if this is up. You know, they should so, trade Jefferson to the Chiefs. So we've had some news, and this will be a good oh, yeah. end going Segway? into the Bears and Vikings. Sure. The Bears today have interviewed the University of Southern California's quarterback coach, Cliff Kingsbury. And this is hinting at Caleb Williams a yeah. lot because he was yeah. his quarterback coach, so he knows how to provide an offense for Caleb Williams. And I'm sure they're asking. I'm sure everyone who interviews has yes. to have the scenario what would Caleb. you do with Caleb? What yep. would you do with Justin? Like yeah. you have to like. What do you like about Caleb? What, yeah. what needs to improve? What, what what's great about Caleb? You know what? What do you think? You know so. Here, let's see what Snoop has to say about the Bears drafting Caleb from the Rich Eisen show. Yeah. Two cents on Caleb Williams. What do you know of him, and what you can tell folks about him at the next level? Best you can tell. Well, I'm a friend of Caleb's. Um, I love him on and off the field. I feel like he's a a young version of Patrick Mahomes. I know, I know that, why, that's the comparing like to when I'm watching him. Yeah. He just feel like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but the key isn't that weird? How the position is different. He's like he's the like yeah. he's the new prototype. Yeah, exactly. And and the quarterbacks are popular. They're comparing him to Allen, Lamar Jackson. Like they, they think this guy Drake May has got some Josh Allen in him. That's kind of what they think yeah. about him. You know, and he kind of went unsung uh, this year uh, because be of the, on, because of the Bo Nix. Would you be happy with a Bo Nix? Not Bo Nix. Who do I want? I actually want Drake May. I want Drake May, and then I want. Oh, and he's next. as white as the Minnesota snow. They would jive well they with would him. Love they him love him. They love Drake May. They like a good Caucasian athlete. There's one thing Minnesota: Dan Gladden, Kevin McHale. They like a lot of hockey. If the one thing they like a good <laughs> white face for your franchise. They like Dante Culpepper. There, there's a certain openness to the to the whites up there because they don't have that Southern racism in them as much. But it's still racist because it's America. But it's probably a little racism with the lowercase r versus an uppercase r. But they want a white athlete to lead them. So Drake made to me, and then Michael Penix are the two guys that I actually want the Vikings to potentially go after. Yeah, because uh, May fits exactly what O'Connell wants to do with his offense. He's the exact type of quarterback that they want. He wants to throw the intermediate to deep crossing route. That's what he wants to do. To Those crisscrossing routes. Assist yeah. that. That's what's going to be the kick to Caleb. Where does he go? Who's the coach? I know. Who's the system? And who are the, the Bears the are Bears? also going to have to deal with, though. Here's what they're going to have to deal with. And this will be why they just have to jump in yeah. to the cold water. 
he's going to be one of these guys that doesn't want to talk to the media. Yeah. He's a sensitive cat. He yeah. wears nail polish. Yeah. His parents want a little bit of control. Yeah. As far as his career yeah. and that there's people there that he's comfortable with. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> he's it's, gonna, it's interesting. He's going to be going to a city that you got to admit, it, Chicago. I mean, I think the media is actually kind of dunderheads there. I think a lot of the fans are. But, you know, we're but, a passionate bunch. But but it's a uh, it's not going to be a population you're used to. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to get blunt opinions in Chicago, which is one of the things I like about Chicago. Because that, you that was a big a thing opinion. is apparently Lincoln Riley made it to where, like, Caleb Williams never had to do postgame press conferences. Like, he never had to do interviews at his locker. Like, that was always, like, written in of, like, stuff I don't have to do. So he's got a prima donna streak. That, you know something? He's a bit of a prima donna. You know, we had one like That's that. His name saying. was Jim McMahon. You know, he may be as good as Justin Fields, but what's her, what are his leadership skills? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's actually a freakish athlete. Like, his arm talent is really good. His athleticism is yeah. so good. It's like, I can hate you, athleticism. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't have to like you. Yeah. You're that fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it, it shows. Like he's totally a sick ass. Hey, no, no throw me the, throw me the ball, queer bite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is fingernail polish? Come here, Kate. What is the Katie? Caleb. Katie Williams with your paint. I tell you Man, what. No, no. He, he'll be excited. Well, yeah. Look at Bryce. Yeah. Amazing player. No, he's not. The Panthers. No bad. Bryce coaching. Young is five four. He's a fucking circus midget. <laughs> Snoop. He, he is like he's like Kyler Murray. He's he's like five ten, two hundred pounds. Yeah. He looks bad. Look at CJ. Good coach. Good system. Mm -hmm. Nice. CJ is also six foot he four, two thirty. Like he's actually good quarterback. So all of that is important. I want to see if we have Colin talking about Cliff Kingsbury here. I, I want to make a point about that. I had never seen Stroud play this year, and I watched him play last week. He's so week. good. I was like, he's pretty fucking good, man. I was like, I, I mean, he could just pick. At this point, too, it ain't like when I was a kid, Keith. You literally would have a quarterback on your roster for like six years that you did, that wouldn't even oh, play. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he'll oh, let's get Wade Wilson in there. Oh, he has him losing to a run in 1987. You know, this guy was an 11th round draft choice, and he was on or 12th round draft choice in 81. But, I mean, the point is, there's turnover at the position, and, and get, you know, just get him in there, and, and it's just like it's it's not the same. And guys can adjust right away. So, the point is, C.J. Stroud, you know, he was able to adjust immediately. I, I don't know. He Good for him. I, that Texans team was bad for, like, three years. They were a bad football team. And they're good now. Like, they have they have some good young players. The things we like to They've do managed it well. I hate to say it, but they're from Texas. They understand football. You know what I mean? Like, I bet you their front office has some real Texas pricks. You know, they understand football. Yep, yep there it is. What I just say? wanted to get a shot of the Bears hiring, interviewing Kingsbury for the thing. Is it Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah, no. with a Cliff with a K. He used to be the head coach of, like, Texas Tech, I think, or Washington State, maybe. You know? I mean, yeah, he, you know, I don't know. He. The chat says Minnesota loved Kevin Love. Oh yeah! Oh, without a doubt, the basketball they, player. They, they, we don't need they, LeBron. You know, you know. Hey, we. You know, I tell you, it was a good kid. I tell you, it was a good kid. With let's do. I let's, mean, let's they, get some Viking news. Here. They lost what's his face who went to the Celtics. The guy who was the great, but Kevin Garnett. They lost Garnett because even he knew. Man, it is Lily White up here. Let's be honest. You know. Well, I Chris mean, Chris Rock had that joke. The only black folks in Minnesota are, are uh, Prince and Kirby Puckett. <laughs> Those are the two blacks of Minnesota. They right. loved Kirby Puckett, you know. See, because, you know, again, white folks like a good mascot. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Here we, we like go. him. Here's a Colin Short for you. Yeah. 
not a Dak issue. So his closest comp in the NFL, and I've said this for years, is Kirk Cousins. They have virtually identical regular season resumes. It's weird how close it is. They're both Christian. But you know what else? They have identical postseason careers. I know. Kirk Cousins is on his second head coach. Yeah. And he's 1-3 in in the playoffs with a passer rating of 93. Yep. Completing 66% of his throws. Dak's had two coaches. His playoff record is 2-4. and four. Complete slightly less of a percentage than Kirk. Yeah. Passer rating's also lower. Yeah. It's the same guy. I just said numbers. I, <laughs> I, I lost my point. <laughs> J-Mac, you're fired. He just starts uh, Here's firing. the thing about football stats, and I've talked to you about this. This is because of fantasy football. They, they do tell some of the story. Stats do tell some of the story. They're, part, they're there to st- strengthen your argument. They don't tell the whole story. They don't tell the whole story. You still have to see a guy who has to pass a certain eye test. If you look at Nick Bowens' stats, that, that backup for the Vikings, he had a game, Keith. He threw for 380 yards. I think he had a 400-yard game. You know, He also was unwatchable as a quarterback. He was unwatchable. He literally was a turnover He's a waiting to watch. happen. No, but it's, he, was, he was eight turnovers. If every turnover that could have been made was made against him in the two games he started, there would have been nine turnovers. Now, he, he still had five it's or six, but oh my god, he was too terrible. Yet his numbers, oh my god, he threw five touchdown passes in two games. Jeez, Keith, he must be okay. Like, Man, no, Colin doesn't talk about the Vikings you know, much. Wait, wait, because they suck. That's the reason. No one cares about them. They're a bland, purple purgatory, boring team, and and it sucks because they always have like two or three like amazing players, and then everyone else just blows. And, and those two or three <laughs> players just kind of keep them going for a while. You have to admit, they've had some of the greatest players ever put on pads. Randy Moss and Adrian Peterson are two of the greatest. Are they two of the greatest football players you've ever seen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and they were that, And Randy Moss came about where like I didn't know about college players. Yeah. Like, I didn't know he was like, Good coming out of the draft. I thought this was just this random fucking freak dude. Yeah, but he was drafted like fourth overall, right? No, he was drafted twenty uh, first. He okay. fell. Well, because he was supposed to go to Florida State, and then he legitimately like <laughs> fucking choke slammed a girl well, or I think something. He was didn't to to, he? He was supposed to go to Notre Dame. <laughs> he was going to go to Notre Dame, and then he couldn't make. He couldn't even make it into the school. And I think Holtz told his buddy Bobby Bowden, "Listen." There's this kid, Randy Moss, that is an amazing football player, and he couldn't make it there. They were going to have Charlie Ward. Uh, no, not Charlie Ward. They were going to have Peter Warwick, and then a, who's the other wide receiver that was great for Florida State? Now, it was pre-Anquan Bolden, but they would have three NFL first-round This wide poor receivers. guy is going to be the sacrificial lamb for your, for your hate here. Who is this? I'm going to try shit. Hang on. I did it on the wrong thing. Roku. There we go. We have Dalton Joining Risner. Us now, it's uh, an honor to have him with uh, us. And this Reiser. is the, this is the uh, Viking media Viking, infrastructure that I hate. <laughs> that I hate. <laughs> They're just gonna suck his balls. Uh, and it's for... just like, well, how you doing there, pal? Good season. You're a he's technically a Viking until March, so I'm gonna continue to soak that in. He is a the way he says his s's. He's getting cut. Yep. I'm technically a Viking until September. <laughs> he's over, extremely so Christian. All right. He. I was gonna Very say Christian. Very he praises Christ. Uh, they've got a lot of very Christian athletes. Anytime you have a beard and the no mustache, you're either a former <laughs> drug dealer or a Christian. A There's Christian, no in between. Amish, some sort of, which is on the Christian yeah, scale. Yeah, absolutely. Change things for an yeah, offensive lineman. When there's a different person back there, 
barking out the cadence. Well, you're right. I mean, this year was chaos. I mean, to start, you know, uh, he, he was a good. Colorado, I actually liked him. Oh, he's wearing Jesus on his shirt. Yeah. I got yeah. my cleats on. I'm, I'm getting some sets in. God is good. The hat, I'm seeing all the Jesus apparel now. It's just, yeah. it's hitting me over the head. Yeah, I didn't see yeah, it at yeah, first. Yeah, he's a hardcore, hardcore. He's on here to fucking, he but, took this interview for two reasons. He wants to spread the word. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of it. Absolutely. He's a very good pass blocking a guard. He can't run block for shit. Vikings have a soft running game. Soft running game. You have to have somewhat of a running game in the NFL still. You do still have to have one. Oh, yeah. Like you have to have at least the elements of one. You know, and the Vikings have none of That's them. why I get there has to be a balance with wanting to have a high-flying passing offense. I get it. It looks awesome. Yeah. But you also do have to have a balance of, like, kind of having the defense be a priority and kind of running the ball. But, yeah. like... This immediate, like, doing the hillbilly voice when you talk about running the ball yeah. that people do now. We're going to run the ball. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not like fucking shit kicker to run the football. Uh, no, you have to hold the ball for a little time. Your defense is going to get worn out. They what happened to the a, Cowboys it's, this week with the, the Packers? The Vikings got ground down this year. Their defensive line got murdered. Would you say as the season went on, they just couldn't keep oh, up? Yeah, they're, they got the, when they lost the Bengals in the first Lions game, that ripped their heart out, and then they were through. Uh, but but they, they got worn down. They lost like three starting defensive linemen. You know, I mean, they had a lot of injuries. But that's also because they're conditioning. And you want to know what it is, too? They're soft. They're not tough enough. They're not a tough enough team. Uh, Jefferson's tough. He's, tr he's truly tough. The guy was most, the, the most satisfying thing, or the, the best thing about this year was Addison, uh, uh, J uh, Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison was the best thing about the Vikings this year. You know, because you saw, oh, oh yeah, like this guy's actually you got a number good. two. Yeah, you got a number two receiver. If he stays healthy, and he was healthy, I was worried about his. He's 172 pounds, man. You got to get to like 190 or at least 185. You got to get up there a little bit. But he was able to take the hits, and he had some very big receptions, big receptions, 60 yard touchdowns. I bet she had four touchdowns of 60 yards or longer. Oh, certainly 50 yards or longer. You know, so he was a big play guy. I, I liked him. Uh, but still, they, they, they are charm and soft. They can't run the football. To be a part Trying to see if there's some good Colin videos. You need a body. I'm a body. Let's make this happen. Let's make this uh, happen. Because he's so positive. Isn't he a good guy? And I like him. I think he's a good guy. He's not a good running. He's not a good running offensive lineman. The interior line is soft. It is. Take me inside soft. the mind of because because the Bears are in a major market. Yeah. Every offseason is usually based in some sort of major move. Are they going to sign the biggest free agent? Yeah. Who's getting traded? Are they finally going to draft? There's enough of a what buzz there. What is an offseason like for the Vikings locally? Yeah. Are they ever like, oh, are the Vikings going to trade up to draft Caleb Williams? Is there ever that like anticipation no. in the questioning of like, hey, are you guys going to draft another elite receiver? Are you guys going to make a step up? Or uh, the That's where them having a kid glove media hurts them because even the media is getting sick of that purple purgatory they just do this they love a Kirk Cousins and, and I'll admit it Cousins had his best year with the Vikings this year it was only half a season because his body is starting to break down this is a natural cut they have to let him go they might take a 28 million dollar hit on, on his dead cap Christ space. can only hold you together for so long it, it, it is they need to get now granted their quarterback situation was awful sign Garden Gardner Minshew and draft a quarterback and develop it, and maybe he plays in the second half of More next year, you know? I think I bring more to the table, and one might have told me back in <coughs> August, well, you know, you should just, just go get on a team.
But what I felt like I was able to prove this year as a Minnesota Viking and what you were able to watch me do is and that Christ is real. Fans were able See, to watch me do. He's got to redo his image. He, he got he got Russell Wilson, I guess, didn't like him in Denver, and he got labeled as, as this kind of quote-unquote malcontent. Does he seem like a malcontent? No. no. He seems like a dork. Yeah, yeah. It seems like the guy that'll tell your wife that you're cheating on him. <laughs> that you're cheating on her. <laughs> oh, man. I prayed on it, and I just had to send her the email, brother. I think I used to Don't do worry, brother. Like we're going to go together. I think I'm going to confront cool her together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, me, and my wife <laughs> are going to go confront <laughs> you. Here's the threesome we're going to have, you know, us having a, a, a face-to-face on this one, you know? You know, John here... He's been meaning to say something to you, and he is guilt-ridden. But we prayed on it. Now remember that, Marty. Chloroform on Bible pages. Remember that, Marty. We prayed on this. We prayed on this. Do you understand? You know, and then like he said, all right, I've been cheating. You know, you know, church from Bibles. I love it when people who go to church cheat on each other. Like with each other, like have affairs with people at church. I've been cheating it's with hilarious. Clint from the pew behind <laughs> Okay, exactly. He comes out. Uh, you know, but I do, when he sings falsetto, I think that Twinkie's hot. No, here we go, some play. Oh God, look at this. Well, I mean, yeah, this is this is the oh yeah yeah this is their first half against the uh, against the Saints. They were six and four at this point. Look at the fun you guys are having there, Curtis. Whatever your name is, you're just is, so happy and Christ-like. It is so do softball. You, do you want to go fishing? He also can't read a defense. Don't you get it? He can't read a defense. Look at I, even the throw. The like. I, I, I drank his Kool-Aid for two two games. The they were, Dobbs Kool-Aid. They were six and four after this game, and they finished seven and ten. Crocious is do, buying posters. We'll give you eyebrows. He's drawn eyebrows on. Do Do you know what? So you know what the record was the last seven games this season? They were one and six. Yeah, they were just like one the Eagles. Six. The Eagles they, fell down too. They, they went, offensive coach, yeah. <laughs> soft, not tough enough. The defensive coach is someone you got to go after. I was mentioning something today. Speaking about that, I do get that offensive coaches are the ones that can put their arm around the quarterback, yeah. and do all of that. And you do need that. But I do think there's something to be said about having the defensive angle of like defensive coaches never lose locker rooms. That's always offensive coaches. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's and if they do lose a locker room, it's because they fucking put too many players in headlocks and shit yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, it's Zimmer, Zimmer very wore out rarely, in, in Minnesota. Very rarely, like, if you saw how much the Bears players ran over Mark Tressman in <laughs> Chicago, and that was the offensive coach, Matt yeah. Nagy was like a little twink up there with the with the Chicago media. Well, you know, dear guys, you know, we're just going to talk about the whys, you know. It, it just Talk about the whys, you know, with my fucking Philadelphia shit out there, you know. When Mitchin- did that change? When, when did the, like, literally, when you think of, like, Bill Parcells and Ditka, that was their Fields era. Of, when did it, like, just, like, you jerk, like, pitching at the media and getting into arguments? When did that change? Uh, you know? After, even Wani was chill with the media. But, yeah, I, I think, like, in the 90s, it started to change. Yeah. In the 80s, when I was a kid, it was, like, a badge of honor to I think go when, after people in the media. I love it. It's hilarious. I think when Ditka had it's a hilarious. grabber, it changed the kind of, like, all right, you know, Maybe oh. it's a little unhealthy. Dude, he was her coach for another five years. Let's His, look at Ditka Grabber D- videos. Ditka, Ditka in 1990 is when he truly, he blew a gasket that year. He was truly insane. Like They were 6-10 and 10 that Let's year. look at it. It was their first bad year since like 1982. And that was literally eight seasons later. And he did not handle it well. He would melt down on the sideline. 
<laughs> melt. I mean, he would just throw his gum. Ooh, I mean, we'll do a 1992 one. This is beautiful. Hang on a sec. Is this is this that uh, Jim Harbaugh one? No. You, you know what Harbaugh said about that moment against the Vikings? That's one of the top five worst moments of his life. Here we go. This was is throwing that interception. What yeah, it's just. Hey, you listen. Oh, I don't think there's sound. I think he's just getting into it with a fan. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, Di Ditka, I mean, they knew it was time to move on. <laughs> he was so burnt out at the end. He was such, but he, he parlayed that into just Chicago fame. Here's he, a happier a moment here. He also has no problem. He'll Pretty sell anything. Temperature outside today. The Bears were hot at Soldier Field. Yeah, they were. Yeah. So was Lemuel Stinson. Yeah. Look at they this. lost to the to the Giants in the championship game in '90. Look 90, at Brad right? Palmer. He's a, he's, he looks like uh, the Speaker of the looks House. Like fucking the the TG, <laughs> looks like the okay guy from South Park. Yeah. Neon Dion burned them. Neon Dion. Yep. Falcon rookie Neon Dion. That was the second year. Second year. Jerry Curl was dripping all over the field today as Dion Sanders was streaking around. I watched a condensed game of a Falcon Viking game. Oh, Very special day for me because we did win. Uh, we won the championship belt buckle. <laughs> Richard Dent played like a champion. Uh, Dent was a Dent is an underrated football player. He I mean, get his the name was the Sack Machine, wasn't it? Uh, he was he was great. Neil Anderson, unfortunately, fucking Florida swamp creation. Neil Anderson. He was a good football player. He had the misfortune of following Peyton. That was his problem. He was good. I think he was a decent player. He, the chat says, agreed, Adam. Who would Jesus cut for salary cap reasons? <laughs> I tell you who they won't sign, Chris. Uh, they're going to sign Kirk Cousins. They'll be stupid and sign him. They shouldn't sign him. Uh, they, they should let go and sever that relationship. There we go. Jimmy. Look at that perm. Um, we work on it every day, and uh, fortunate to hit it. Wendell made a great uh, That is an uneven haircut. He is. Such a dick. I do not like Jim. You think he's just thinking about the George Bush being reelected? Uh, not 90. 92. Oh, this is 92. 90. This, is, this 90. is 90. Yes. So he's really pumped that there's Republican rule. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Republican Party took over the presidency for 10 solid years. Fundamentally changed the trajectory of the country. I tried to point out that aside from Clinton and Obama, we are a conservative country. Oh, like those yeah. are the two democratic where we got two cycles out of these. It's 16 years. Yeah. But you had Reagan, Bush, <laughs> Bush two, Trump, and yeah. there's been Democrats bookending that. Yeah. It's uh, the first president I remember in my lifetime, there's only been 23 years of Democrat president. I'm 54. So it's been 34 years of Republican president. Um, uh, Trump can't become president. He can't become president. Uh, Richard Dent had the misfortune of playing at the same time as Lawrence Taylor and like um, uh, even Chris Dolman. Like he, he, he was more, maybe he and Dolman were like equal, but like Tim Harris was a good guy back then who kind of outshined him maybe a wee bit. But I'm telling you, Dent was a very good football player. Dent's in the Hall of Fame and he should be. Uh, people, that 85 team, you talk about, you know, oh, yeah, it's Fridge and it's, you know, it's Singletary. Richard Dent's one of the main reasons why they won that. He was great. He was great that year. I hated him. God, I hated him. I hated them. I hated I the Bears. I hated them. I hated the Bears. Were they like one of those teams where you're like, why the fuck are they so oh. good? How the fuck are they so good? It's like another year of this. Were you all in the camp of like... The Vikings were always the second when best When did you realize that the Bears never have good quarterbacks? Like, when did you as a human being realize that? Rex Grossman, 
was when it final was when I was tuned in on the fact that like oh yeah we forgot to tell you the Bears are bad at drafting quarterbacks uh, late night. You see, I we should have told you that when you were, uh, you know, McMahon. I, I, this is what an idiot I was. I was so obsessed with numbers back then. I thought McMahon was overrated because he wasn't a great stat guy. McMahon was a totally good quarterback, in and he always got fucking clotheslined in well, games. Oh, I mean, he was, he was whatever. He's 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 half brain dead now. I mean, he he's he, he scrambled. His he actually brains. had his fucking he did brain this weird. Yeah, yeah, he had his like skull cracked, and apparently that day he felt. Clearer. He literally mentally. said, "said it literally felt like something was draining out of his head. Like he had, to, it was his brain fog was like cut by eighty percent or something. It so had a major impact." We're going to Hallmark. Ugh. Me, my one and only okay. contestants on the one. Try see these are the non-Christmas ones. So this is when the plots yeah. have to get a little creative. Yeah, contestants on the one try to determine if they're fated to be together. Meanwhile, sparks fly between the female contestant and the handsome ranch owner, ranch owner who acts as their guide. So he's not on the show. Go. Oh. It's not that I don't want to go. I want to go. So they're literally filming a, a reality show. And they're falling in love on a reality <laughs> show. Yeah. yeah. So would that be called meta? Would that be called meta? Well, <laughs> yes, but it's not. He's not a part of the reality show. That's the wholesomeness of it. Oh. Oh, so she's at the location she's where they're seen filming through all of the artificialness. To the real love, oh, God. which is the man who guts fucking oh. cattle every day. Do you realize, Keith, that the concept of romantic love is like, I don't know, 120 years sure old? You want to give up on these beautiful people and get with me? I do wade through animal guts every day, <laughs> literally up to my elbows and deer I, ass. I, I shoot a drill. Right, right between the eyes. It's like a to gun. 150 cattle. It's like a every sta- day. It's like God's stapler, <laughs> and you just put it between their but eyes. It's a job, and I put food on the table, and I get beef like every month. Going up in a hot air balloon. Oh, God. it's just you know I would do that. I, 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 I'm a little more of a soft. <laughs> That's you know? what it's got you. You know. That's cool. You know. I mean, I'd probably do that. I. I, I'm so cynical sometimes that the good thing about dating Jasmine, like, yeah, that's pretty sick. It, it, it's it's softened me up a bit, which that's is probably a, a good thing, thing, you know. But still, it's also like again the concept of romantic love, uh, turn of the 19th to 20th century. It, it, it's not I'm a your turbo lover. I'm your turbo lover. Tell me that. Did we, didn't we watch that oh, one yeah. time on the show? If we pop that. Or we'll go to hilarious. movies and mysteries here. These are a little, a little more dark, you know. Uh, I like. They know it's a southern show. Genealogist Sophie McLaren. It's how we fall in love and when we fall in love <laughs> with our simple love. It's what we do. This movie is called Family History Mysteries. Genealogist. Oh God. Sophie McLaren is an expert at bringing families together. When her close friend Jonathan urgently needs to find a bone marrow donor, the case becomes personal. Holy shit. Who's in this? We have Janelle Parrish, Niall Matter, which means he's British. Okay. Morgan Jones, shit, no one famous. Yeah. Movies and mysteries is like the lower end. I yeah, feel we, like that's Candace Cameron Bure had the Aurora Tea Garden mysteries on here. They deserve what do you think she first, made an episode? Healthy ingredients. Fifty grand? Oh no no no! She was Probably making millions. It's not. I don't know about episode? per at per movie or anything, but Candace Cameron was like, yeah, yeah, the it girl. She was probably the one getting like close to a million dollars. She year. probably was the network. You know what I mean? Like she probably was the. Can I use your bathroom? Is that Brady? Directv. <laughs> that was Brady. Remember cable be. guys? Oh, absolutely. Like now it's like 
The cable guy, although weird, did have a knowledge about him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah. now it's just some dipshit with a fucking, <laughs> with an iPad that comes into your house and okay. you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, I literally know more than you. Here's the problem. There was a movie, a Jim Carrey movie about it. We, we, I'm curious, for you, was Jim Carrey one of the first people you remember like being truly funny oh, to yeah. you? Dumb and Dumber Mask. Yeah. And I think Ace Ventura came out all in 1994. Yeah. I remember him, like, when I first started doing stand-up, Keith, he, like, totally blew. And I, I started to pay attention to oh. it. I was like, I didn't find him that funny, but I respect him a lot more now. Absolutely. Oh, Jesse Walters. Yeah. We need to get our news. This is a good guy. He's a good guy. He, all he's in tuned with in. Chris Hayes. Let's put all our chips in with Chris Hayes. Running for the house, Ooh, here we go. Congressional yeah. House. Crocious is neck of the, of the woods. Yep. That translated into control of 75 Translate? You the see, state. they're putting it in all our <laughs> politics. Translate? You see, the Wisconsin? Yeah, here, I'm glad they're similar. Of the website, yep. Good. Docket, this is good, actually. This guy goes on. He's on Brian Tyler Cohen a lot. currently challenging their congressional map. All right, Mark, let's start with so Here's what's going on. This is very interesting. So the yeah. Supreme Court has yeah, ruled. Listen to this. Uh, that partisan gerrymandering as opposed to racial gerrymandering is not something the court can do so anything about. So I look like Katie McVeigh, comedian out of L.A. Uh, not to the so did you hear that court, with the Supreme Court's done? Supreme they said partisan gerrymandering is fine, not not race gerrymandering, but partisan gerrymandering is so fine. So they're saying as long as you're gerrymandering based on political party and That's not race, okay. it's yeah, okay. It's okay. Do you know what bullshit that is? Every black should register as a Republican. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then see what happens. And then, but, but, you know. The Alabama case and the Louisiana yeah. case you yeah. mentioned. In federal court, we've, we've successfully, for example, challenged the, uh, the fact that the New York map uh, is a uh, congressional map needs to be reopened and we're successful yes. there. And so in Wisconsin, yep. what, hap what happened is that the governor, the Democratic governor and the Republican legislature after 2020 was unable to pass a map. They were unable to agree yeah. on a new congressional map. Yep. And so the came to the courts uh, to do so. Yep. And the state Supreme Court, which at that point was one of the most conservative yes. majorities in the country, Freakishly um, said bizarrely that you would use the least change approach. In other words, they would start with the map that the were on the B battery place. Well, that yeah. map had been an extreme Republican. Right. Map. So, so, so <laughs> yeah. you know, what yeah. happened recently is that the state Supreme Court in the state legislative case you mentioned yep. said the least change approach is wrong. It violates yep. the state's constitution. It's not, it's not appropriate in Wisconsin. So we then, uh, my law firm then promptly brought this case. See, this um, is all in, rela uh, in relation to the Supreme Court there has become the liberal now because it's changed. One, that one woman got yeah, voted so there's, in. There's, so there's it's four, three liberal there's, there's now. a bunch of litigation for the first time in 15 years aponte says i can't wait for the kill whitey party to, dr to draft <laughs> voting maps <laughs> in wisconsin there's also a lot of litigation we're gonna get into cartography brother <laughs> do the richard belzer black eye and yo jackson slap me GOP some skin the North, uh, new hampshire gop filed a motion to defend new hampshire's voter id i feel like wisconsin's been trying to do this shit for decades oh oh dude dude the state is tommy thompson and all that it, it, it used to be a progressive state i, I told you the facts yeah. of the you know the social security social security program that exists in this country was based on a wisconsin program Wisconsin has social security in the 20s and, and FDR just took it and said we're going to use this on the national scale you know it was a totally progressive state and then you cut the Fox News and they're literally showing a picture from three years ago they realize oh yeah like to embarrass themselves in the name of racial justice race officers have turned white guilt into a get rich quip scheme Pray rich quip 
yeah. tricking them into paying thousands of dollars to be humiliated over dinner with a glass of shard, of course. Oh, I'm just hum you know I'm I being humiliated. White women, not a damn thing. What a show of hands of everyone at this table who is racist. They're all, I mean, no. Oh my God, did you see her fucking take yeah. them back? Yeah, hey, exactly. Hey. Race hustlers. They like the word hustler as a euphemism for black people. You know, they're a hustler. Tears. God, it's so full of shit. Tears. You're not, I mean, it's just. It's like the John Mayer episode of his show. It's not about admitting someone you're a racist. It's not being handled the right way. Talk about the go. economy Sorry, and how it's structured and how race plays Hello. into that. Would you We're about to take a break here soon, so. Yeah. While you're confronting him, when you've been a victim of abuse and white women have abused us our whole lives, why do we have to hold your hand? Abusive husband. I mean, abuse. They're following you around a grocery store, <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Is that really bad? Uh, uh, yeah, that, that, that's their comeback? That's their comeback? I'm just saying. Yeah, that's their right-wing you know, comeback? Of just like, what kind of abuse? Yeah. Like, that's basically their thing. Well, we didn't actually put you in jail. We just kind of followed you around the store. God. It's not really abuse. I hope this can happen with my TV show. I hope it can happen. I hope it, I hope when, if someone can get interested in this fucking that. thing. That's why the I'm testing thing. I'm telling you, you need to get a third partner that's like, you need to get all give all this to, you. like, you bring Dwayne Kennedy in and you say, yeah, well, you're going to be our face. We're trying to get. We want to try. To, I want to get an African American showrunner. That's the next That's step we're going to do. That's diabolical. Every time we hold your feet to the fire, all of a sudden. Look at the size of these earrings. You think I'm playing fucking games here? Yeah. And now that I'm trying to make you know, you want to cry so we can end the conversation. Mm -hmm. Am I missing something? Look here? at the do picture. Why the twenties? Oh, because they're so guilty. They're just giving money. I want to hear what he says. Hopefully, our next guest can answer these questions I have. Let's ask Manhattan Institute fellow Heather McDonald. So, oh, the Manhattan Heather, Institute. Heather, do you think I look like John Stamos? The, the, they are. A, here's you see when they bring in an intellectual, it's a libertarian. The Manhattan Institute's a big libertarian uh, think tank. Yahoo's out there. Yeah. This is a completely codependent, uh, dysfunctional relationship. People like these white privileged trainers are utter charlatans. Uh, Nothing can, can, qualifies Can I just them. interject with, yeah. with with her argument? Racism actually exists. Oh, yeah. It is a problem. It is not made up. I'm not saying this solution is necessarily the most elegant way of dealing with it. It needs to be addressed. There it's really real is thing. this concept that because black people are not in chains being carted around on pirate ships. Yeah, that somehow that now they're black free. people's lives rule. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same as ours. We're all given the same beginning. And that's why I'm hoping with my television show, with the testing aspect of my show, that's what was so validating about that job. I always knew this was the truth. I was like, I'm going to go out and try to rent these places. They're going to give them to me. And every black person is not going to be able to move in. And that happened Constantly, it yeah. was all the time. Or if they did get in, they were given a six-month security deposit and said, "Yes, yeah, sign that." Oh, you got to pay two months uh, rent in advance. I mean, it was there were all these black taxes that would go on. It was all over the place. It's a real thing that affects people's quality of life. Yeah, and, you know. It, now they are also right. There are white women who are like collapsing because they are realizing that they're racist and they can't handle it emotionally well, <laughs> but that's a separate thing to make fun of yeah, like yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do with their actually being racism yeah. just because there's white women that fucking have diabolical tears or whatever yeah the fuck you're calling it like it doesn't mean racism doesn't exist i know or, or, or it's detrimental
You know, just because just, you can con white women into saying they're racist doesn't mean that racism doesn't actually exist. Exactly. I know. Yeah. And I hear what they're saying about, oh, there's an industry based in that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, it does. It, yeah, it, again, this is a distraction of it. It is a distraction of the true issue, of the core issue. Uh, uh, in the chat, they say, Adam, believe, uh, Adam, believe in you. This show will get made. I'm, well, I, I think it's got a chance still. We've got to do some more people. Does Joe Biden need a drink? He does not need to drink. He looks like he's poly dead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. He's old. We got a stereotypical Puerto Rican's opinion on Joe Biden. <laughs> you see, we're not racist. They all talk like this. You know, the, you know hey, we're showing a person of color. And, that's you know? an, and then you, you know what I'm saying, Jesse? Like... <laughs> 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 Like that's the fucking that's the Puerto Rican you get. You could have interviewed AOC instead. You get fucking Jack That that's what uh, uh, Dwayne Kennedy used to talk about. That whenever they would go to like you know some sort of uh, event happening in the ghetto in the hood, they would always interview the black guy with pink rollers in his hair. That was the look back in the eighties. They would do that like on news shows. It, it, Dwayne Kennedy had a joke about this. He's like, whenever there's something that goes on in the ghetto, why don't they go talk to the, the well-spoken In guy? the ghetto? They, 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 they always got to go and talk to the guy with the pink rollers in his hair. You know, like, like that was always the person they would interview on the news back then. I remember that yeah. specifically. Like, you know, here I was. And it was like this guy whose voice was just like, it was not a pretty picture. You know, I had to break here. And so I smelled smoke. I said, damn, baby, I ain't moving that fast. I, mean, I want to see if I can joke. actually get a playlist playing on YouTube music here. I got good music on my thing, I believe but it. usually after one song, it'll like end. Like I'll play the playlist, and then it'll like it won't okay. continue to the next song. So what are we gonna get into in the second half? It's gonna be all TV league and history. Yeah, we gotta do that. We gotta do that. We gotta maintain that. Maintain. We didn't do it that much last last show, so we gotta do that. All right, man. Looking forward to the second half. Hell yeah, brother. We'll be back. Yeah. 
watching you scream quiet or loud and maybe you should sleep and maybe you just need a friend as clumsy as you've been
Coming back in a minute. Larry's making cereal. Come on out, big moment. You can put them on. I, I don't know. I actually love this song. Of course you love this. It's a requirement. Well, I, I, this is an irony. I legitimately yeah. like this song. It's, it's not. <laughs> he won't talk. He won't host the show, ladies and gentlemen. No, I will. But I know. It's, it's I got to turn down. down. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm throwing a temper All right, tantrum. We're coming back, everybody. got to turn it up for this though Th- that's what yeah this is a prom song bro oh absolutely like you play this at prom dude when yeah. everybody's half in the bag yeah that, and this would have been my era i never went to prom i didn't go to any school dance yeah you know i was that kind of uh uh rebel i guess let's uh, yeah. put it on tv while we go to the tv league I, I, ladies I and was, gentlemen i was afraid of girls I was afraid of girls. That's the reason why. We're going to do a little bit of TV <laughs> League stuff here. What, what, what do you think about that? I was afraid of girls, you know? Like, legitimately? <laughs> that rocks? You said? Did you ever have to... Did you? Was there the Sadie Hawkins where you ask a gal? Or they asked you? flip turnabout? We called it turnabout. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had that. I had that. I went to that. Because I was afraid of girls. That well, I mean, you see how mean they were to each other and stuff? I mean, they would just be the, they were so nasty with each other. You know, like, oh, God, don't be that way, you know? Plus, the fact is, they only liked about eight guys. That's it. And then the other the other 50 might as well. I'm going to try and match TV League with whatever's the other 100, on. 125 or whatever was in my, my high school class. So we're going to go back to this because uh, the NFL was, again, reigned pretty supreme here in the TV League. Oh, TV League. League. Was this from two years ago? Oh, just, uh, this yeah. game is from two years ago, yeah. yeah. But they have multiple years of Bills Chiefs games. Absolutely. I feel like the last couple of years with last year's was kind of a blowout. Yeah, well, kind they of an tri- underwhelming run by the. They've tried to make it like, like it's a rivalry, but it's not because the Chiefs are actually better. But I think the I think Buffalo can actually. That's why they're showing this now because Buffalo is going to get their comeuppance. You know what I mean? They're going to get their you know. If that's the right fr- uh, phrase, I, I think they're going to beat the Chiefs. So the numbers this week. This is the. F- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Chiefs are going to, because the Chiefs got to go on the road, man. Come on. At the same time, they are a mentally <clears throat> tough team, man. They are a mentally tough team, but they can't score touchdowns. Well, I'll tell you who was mentally tough this past week. Lee Jevons. Week 19, Lee Jevons. <laughs> 
and the overrun for NFL on Fox, 28.9 million viewers. Ooh. This is the week of January. It's just, an, I feel like this is just a new year. Well, it's the playoffs. That show, that's an extra 10 million that watches NFL playoffs yeah. That because the regular season gets about 17 million. Wow. That's Which an is extra a lot. 10 million people that just hangs out for the playoffs. Do you know how rare that? That's probably more people yeah. that watch the March Madness in totality. Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it's, again, they own a day of the week. That's a, so that <laughs> was know, a 94. That? that was a 94% increase from last week. So they get the extra two points at 52 points. Sunday night football, Rams, Lions, 25.3 million. That's a 44% increase did, from did last you watch, week. Did you watch that game? Oh, yeah. It was a good game. I knew the Lions were going to win, and I'm actually kind of side rooting for the Lions. Oh, my yeah. family was never the kind to like shit on your. Like, if the Cardinals were in the playoffs, my dad was like, no, I want the Cardinals to win the World Series. Because yeah. he would always say, because then we can say the Cubs got beat by the world champion. Yeah, exactly. That is such the fucking That's justification of the bat of like of like the the dominated sports fan. Yeah, because I've had that exact same. That's thought. That's just when that exact same thought. I've when had. you are the cheer for a losing sports team, it's just like this is how we do. <laughs> I'm curious, Keith. When you think of what are your top five sports memories? Top five sports memories. How about top three? Top three. Top three. I want to hear. So like, pos- I know. could just say they're okay. So. Prob- I mean, probably, okay. It's tough to do Random. it because your team sucks. So exactly. I, I have the same here's thing. a top sport. Number three. Yeah. Bears coming back and beating the Cardinals in 2007. Uh, I hated that. Because I called my stepdad and was like, yeah. Like, I was pumped, dude. Yeah. So and that's who three. You did not get along with. That's three. Yeah. Bears in the Super Bowl, number two. Yeah. That, 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 yeah, absolutely. Number one, Steve Kerr. Hitting a jumper to beat the Jazz in Game Five of the 1997 NBA Finals. Interesting, because it was the only time I got to see the Bulls that I remember seeing them win a title at home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I remember them. I remember the 72 and 10. They won that at home against the yes, Sonics. Yes. But Steve Kerr draining that shot was like almost a buzzer beater. Interesting. He hit. The, there was like five seconds left in the game, and then Tony Kukoc intercepted the ball and slam dunked and he got the final shot but that was and that was the steve kerr give me the ball in the huddle moment where he like made jordan give me the ball uh and you know something i I give i give kerr credit for that and he nailed it you know what i mean there's a he's a mentally i like steve kerr steve kerr you see he fucking shat on us for booing the kraus family uh i'm not surprised (laughs) that's also a low-class move isn't it it's but he was a teabagged fat fuck who fucking dismantled (laughs) it's not even dismantling the dynasty it's the moves that were made after yeah were such failures they were such failures oh my god i know they were (laughs) duhan and eddie marcus pfizer marcus pfizer They had terrible players. Multiple people named Chris Tim Williams, Floyd? Dave yeah. Williams, yeah, Mark yeah. Williams, Marcus. Jason Williams, and he got into a motorcycle accident. And he then was hitting on player. people and then not staying. We had fucking old Elton Meta. Brand. We had Meta World Peace when he was not psychotic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Artes was a good, fo- a good basketball player. Very good basketball player. But yeah, you're right. They made bad moves. So that's it. Seriously. I thought you were going to say the Cubs winning the World Series in 2016. I should say that. Yeah, I, I forgot it's about that. It's in the top that. five. It's in there, yeah. Yeah, it's got you it. You can't fit it to three. Yeah. That's probably number one then. I forgot about the, yeah. the Cubs. The reason why I ask is that when you don't cheer for a good team, 
You know, if you're a Patriot fan, oh, maybe it was the Super Bowl where they came well, back yeah, against if the you Falcons. Cheer for a good or was team? it the first one when they beat the Rams? Or maybe it was the one against the Panthers because they weren't, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you they, cheer for a good team, you can pull a random game from 94. It, where, it, like, when they when they won the division against the Giants in 96. You know, yeah, but, but you know, it's all going to be championships. That's what it's all going to be because you know what it's like to cheer, cheer for a great team. So for me, I, I know for myself, uh, Badgers winning the Rose Bowl in 1994, okay, and, and flying out the there first Alvarez, yeah, bowling. and I went to it and they won, you know, and they had rebuilt their program. I cannot express to you how bad their football program was. I say it; on, it's it's my mantra on this show. They were literally the worst Division One football program. They were awful when I was in college, but they hired him my second to, uh, second to last year in Bring college. Bring the mic in a little bit. Uh, second to last year of college, and I knew I was like, oh yeah, they're going to be better. Like I could tell. You could just tell they're going to be a better team. They ran better sets. They weren't. They were clowns. They were coming clowns. up for TV history because we're in '92. We're yeah. going to see the. We're going to watch ni- the 1992 NCAA season. Oh, cool. Which was Alvarez's second year, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that was because I know third, they, they get their they get their first third. win over Ohio State. In, in a long time, yeah, we in watched that. In yeah. yeah, absolutely. So that season was probably a season of firsts. Yeah, uh, they they actually played well against Ohio State uh, for about a twenty-five year stretch. They were five hundred against Ohio State. Like they actually gave Ohio State games. I remember them going into Columbus with Ron Dane and beating Ohio State forty-two to seventeen. Man, Drew's coming back. I mean, they would kick teams' asses. Look at Will know? Anderson. I forgot about. But anyway. Him. So it'd be it, yeah with that uh, yeah but with uh, with my sports memories with that yeah with with the it was the uh, Rose Bowl in '94 and then it's going to the uh, 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 the 19, 1988 American League Championship Series flying out to Oakland and seeing the A's clinch against Boston I thought for sure they were going to win the World Series that Kirk Gibson home run is my second to last. It's actually my worst sports memory of all time. You, that's the one that, thing yeah. you won't rewatch on this show. Yeah, I, if I it's can't on, watch. you can't. I can't watch it. I remember yeah. even after the show, I had it on, and you left. You were like, "All right, I gotta go. I yeah. can't watch yeah, this. I can't watch Not it. even as a joke. I can't watch that. I, I can't watch because it was the 25 year anniversary yesterday, Keith, of Gary Anderson missing the field goal against the Falcons in the NFC Championship game. Then that was 25 years ago yesterday. Which Crocious always says was the most confident he ever was that they were going to win a Super Bowl, it's and probably was the most. What was what put the nail in the coffin of you being jaded? I oh, feel like. Oh, well, because because you know at that point I had watched a lot. I'd watched twenty years of football. I actually knew what good football was. I had seen dynasties come and go. I'd seen enough football. I was smart enough. I was in my late twenties. You know, I was like, I, I, I was an experienced, good fan. I was like, this team is amazing. They're doing things that teams have. They broke the record for the most points scored in the history of the, of the game, and, and they obliterated that by like forty points. I mean. Moss was a freak when he came in. It, it was it changed the league, and so I thought for sure they were going to win that, but they choked. They choked in that game. They really did. Uh, there were some things that weren't really talked about. That, yeah, they missed that field goal, and they still could have won the game. Had he made that field goal, they would have won. They would have won. But I don't think they would have beaten the Bengal or the uh, the Broncos. Broncos were a good team. They wouldn't have been able to get the ball. The Broncos would have ran it down their throat. Yeah, Terrell Davis was unstoppable. Exactly. So so they wouldn't. Have, so I don't think. So again, that '98 team. I think they probably would have lost the Super Bowl. I hate to say that, but they probably would have, even though they were great. They were great, but they didn't go to the Super Bowl because their kicker, who had made 122 straight kicks, 122 straight kicks, 122 yeah. straight kicks <clears throat> in in a dome in a dome and, and at 30. Nine yards, thirty-eight yards. Yeah, Speaking of the Super Bowl, we got the yes. last. That means we got the last few weeks of NFL dominance in the TV league. So the NFL took yes. took the top three spots. Yes, they all increased their viewership. Even the pregame show, Football Night in America, got fifteen point eight four million viewers, 
which is a 45% increase. So they all got bonuses, 52 points, 42 points, 37 points. Uh, and then the British New Year's Eve spectacular, strictly come New Year's. Uh, <laughs> that thing is a stalwart. <laughs> I love the name. I love uh, it. Well, no, this was just the British. Strictly New come Year's. dancing. If you're coming tonight, you'll strictly come dance. So they That's got 32 points. Dancing. And then Deal or No Deal Island, which is this new deal. It's just Howie Mandel on an island. <laughs> Got 7.67 million viewers. I he probably wouldn't what. touch anything. He had to hover above the sand. Can you imagine Howie on dirt? <laughs> Have I ever told you? Uh, oh, no. You know, I've seen a lot of stand-up. You've seen a lot of stand-up comedy. I've seen a lot of stand-up comedy. And famous comics. Just, you know, strolling in at clubs. And so, oh, Damon Wayne's going up for a half an hour. I remember seeing young Dave Chappelle. I, you know, I've, seen, I know, I've seen a lot of different comics of varying levels. Dwayne Kennedy is a great stand-up He's comedian. one of the best I've ever I've seen. I've ever seen. He's the, one of the greatest comedians ever. He truly is. Uh, certainly in the top three to five. God. Uh, but, but, but when I the hardest I've ever seen a crowd laugh. Howie Mandel. Howie he Mandel. crushes, dude. Howie his, Mandel. He was funny. Destroyed. His early special from Chicago was like a, Im, impacted yeah. me as yeah. a kid. Yeah, I can see I that. I still don't think he's unfunny. He's just a weird, he's yeah. this weird glommed on to cancel culture guy, and I don't quite get it. What, you meaning like he wants to cancel or something? He's always having people, he's just kind of all about this idea that you know, I don't want to go on tour because I can't say anything. But it's like, dude, you're Bobby from Bobby's World. Like, you don't do anything <laughs> offensive. Yeah, I was going to say, my only experience with Howie Mandel is as Bobby from Bobby's World. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, he was, he was on a... You're fine. You know, he was on St. Elsewhere, which was the first time I saw Denzel Washington as an actor. St. Elsewhere was like a big-time drama, on what, medical drama in the 80s. Ed Begley Jr. was in that, you know? Uh, it was all... Scott, who else was in that? Howie Mandel, Denzel Washington... Um, oh, uh, Lloyd Daniels, who was the father in uh, in uh, the Graduate. He was Dustin Hoffman's father in the Graduate. He was yeah. A, he was like this kind of prick doctor, you know. It was, it was Hill Street Blues in a hospital. That's how that show was pitched. Bochka was on a hot streak. He he struck a chord with uh, with, with Hill Street Blues. So you know? the streaming top yes. five oh, here: yeah, yeah, yeah. Reacher, one point six eight seven billion watch minutes, fifty points. That's the new season. I think came out. Is it number one? Yeah. In what category again? Streaming. Wow. You know, watch minutes. Mick Betancourt is a producer. Young Sheldon, number two, 1.42 billion watch minutes. It's down 12% from last week because they were number one, so they get the 40 points. The the Crown. British show's coming in. Yeah. The Crown. Usually British comes in on the cable side because people still watch broadcast television in yeah. England. Yeah. But you still you got these streaming shows coming in. So the crown uh, gets a forty-six percent increase on its viewership, one point two two billion watch minutes, thirty-seven points, and then this "My Life with the Walter Boys" cracks a billion watch minutes. This is a new Netflix that. show. Nomadic Pictures is the producer; they get thirty-two points, and then Grey's Anatomy still scoring points, getting a thirty-two, a five percent increase from last week at nine hundred and sixty-nine million watch minutes. They are again, they're them and strictly come dancing are like anchors <clears throat> you know so the new shows that debuted deal or no deal island scored 30 points they're in second to last place my, my listen to this producer how corporate this sounds end all of north america that's like <laughs> one of those like production companies that like johnson and johnson it's like a base like you know We're gonna put our toe in the water se johnson wax yeah. like that's what that says to me God. New, the British New Year's Eve and My Life with the Walter Boys are at 35 and 36 at 32 points each. And then Reacher comes in at 29th place with its 50 point. And then you got this show, Obliterated, that debuted last week about a bunch of drunks that have to save the world. 
Uh, but your top ten, your yeah. top ten Sunday night football, eight hundred and ten points. Number one has overtaken Suits. Wow, Suits is number two. Wow. The, the NFL, <clears throat> especially at times like this, seriously, this is one of the cultural things that binds our culture. Yeah, it's why it's so popular. And things are so fractured right now that people have just gone into the gladiator, which again is why the Roman Empire is falling. Suits is two. Bluey is three, Grey's Anatomy four, creeping up, mm. creeping up, still mm. a little bit away from cracking into that top three. It's got 569 points. And again, watch minutes? Is this watch minutes? No, this is, this is what place they're in. This oh, is okay, the final okay, standings. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and then number five is the NFL on Fox at 454 total points. <sighs> then you have the NFL on CBS at 420 points. Wow, yeah. wow. Uh, and then Football Night in America, Monday Night Football, Strictly Come Dancing, and the OT round out the top 10. And then you have 60 minutes, Fall of the House of the Usher, all of the stagnant shows kind of laying in here. The Crown at 16. So the Crown has cracked the top 20 with its 35-point yeah. performance yeah. this week. Uh, and then everything else is either a debut or it's just kind of chilling here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the motherfucking TV league here. Now let's pull up some... What's the date today? Let's get some fucking TV history here. What's the date? Um, oh, oh, is it the January 18th? Look at this. Yeah, this is the... Yeah, so Allen. do you want to go... Here's... This is what I want to give you the choice. Yeah. Do you want to go 92, your childhood, or 80s for a middle ground? 80s is more... Child, I was, I was in my so 20s let's the 90s. Do, go 80s. So let's do January 18th, 1987, the year I was born. What were you Senior doing? Senior year what, in high school. Okay. I was uh, going to high school in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Eau Claire Memorial. So we'll start out with some commercials. Little did I know I my dream here. would be coming true 35 years later. <laughs> I, I tell you what, man, I'm living the dream in my own way. I am. I'm kind of proud of that. You know? Oh, come on. Why won't it cast? You know, I'm, trying, I'm trying to do my thing still, Keith. I haven't thrown in the white towel yet. Sal. You know? <laughs> I can't find it. My you know something? I'll tell you what this technology today. I think there we go. Mind. There it is. Illuminati and shit. Ain't that right, Sal? Stop. Ain't that's that right, why. Sal? That's Sal. why. Something was already going. Ooh, ooh, good question. Good question, Sal. <laughs> so we're starting out with some ABC commercials from January 18th, 1987, and then we'll look to find some real meat here. See if you remember any of these previews. Were you fucking with TV much your senior year? Uh, probably some, but I was, you know, I was chomping at the bit to move out of the house. I wanted to move out. I never moved back, man. When I moved out of my house, I was gone for good at 18. I was not prepared for the world. I mean, I kind of was. Look at those was. little fucking gross pizzas. Do you know, I was prepared for the world in the sense of, like, I would work. Like, I wasn't, like, a total lazy ass, you know? I, I mean, you know. Oh, God, look at that food. It's so gross. <laughs> so we have LSU versus Kentucky college basketball on WLKY January uh, I like 18, the 1987. Meatloaf. The meat. Oh, Kentucky playing who? LSU. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dale Brown. And that, that was uh, full Eddie game Sutton. with commercials. We'll Eddie pop Sutton. That on. Yeah, this is pre Rick Patino. This is when, uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be a good one to watch. I and then know. we got other news, but this is just the starting point. Yeah, absolutely. Highway at the water soon. At the water You don't live in fuck you don't live in the sticks unless you got a Dixie Highway near you. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
lush horse farms, tobacco growing, and basketball. And so Lexington, Kentucky is a fitting oh, Al Michaels is such a cock. The Rupp Arena is still there. He's someone who needs. Uh, he needs to go away. To, the blade needs to show up. He's someone who someone needs to just when he's working out doing his old man bench presses, yeah. just let that bar rest on his throat. Oh, yeah, you know he's. He, I think he's eighty, or he's. Cl- I mean he's. He, he did like the Olympics in seventy two and shit in Munich. Like he, you know what I mean? Like he was. I think he did stuff in like the late. 60s. I love these graphics. Yeah, not quite nineties yet. Yeah. They're playing in the Omni. He was getting the modern Al Michaels voice, though. Yeah. This isn't Miracle on Ice. Al. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, couple of big bucks. You know, that's what he wanted to say. <laughs> oh yeah. He, his politics. His oh, politics he's, he's, are. Yeah. Horrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not good. Yeah, you know, they say you can't talk politics with them. Oh, he probably thinks everyone in the NFL is trans, all that shit. Uh, you uh, can't uh, do it. You can't goose a girl anymore. Here's Rex Chapman. Literally, what is, he was a, when I was in Kyle, or it was a year before me. This guy's, my, we're contemporaries. We're the same, you know, roughly the same age. He was a stud athlete coming out. Isn't Rex he Chapman. like a lib on Twitter now? Oh, oh he's, a, he's, he's a hero on, uh, on TikTok. Don't TikTok you hate yet. Rex Chapman? Yes, babe. Don't you hate Rex Chapman? Yeah. She fucking hates Rex well, Chapman. Well, well, I'm curious, because he's, 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 he's got a huge online presence. Well, well, I'm curious what the deal is. I'm curious. Yeah, he has a huge online presence. You know what he, he does? Uh, that's not. Oh, oh, doesn't he like get get? He's like a, he's videos and he's like an it? aggregator. He's oh, like he's like yeah. a private aggregator of news, that's essentially. Not, not even news. Like he takes viral videos, downloads them, and then re-uploads them with some pithy comment. Doesn't even give credit to the original uh, creators. It's the most bullshit thing ever. He's thieving. He he's it. he's stealing. He yeah, because he's huge. I mean, I, I, I haven't. Really, I, he makes like funny cat videos and shit. He also has strong. I know a lot of sports people. They're like his political guy. Like a lot of sports broadcasters that I listen to, Rex Chapman is like they always retweet Rex Chapman and his like pol- political also takes. Has a lot of really good friends in high positions. Yeah. In the journalism world. Yeah. But yeah. A lot of the people who I teach with love him. Interesting. Is he? Does he have? Does he have decent enough politics? Do you know? Or he's a Democrat. He played in the NBA. He he's to about to play. We're, we're watching him play Kentucky right now. His freshman right year. His freshman year. He was a stud. Back. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, no, he was. Uh, this is the first championship game I remember watching. The 78 game? 78 game. Duke and Kentucky. How long was Houston good? I feel like Houston, Houston was good. They only had a stretch the, in the, the early the 80s. The Hakeem window? Yeah, the, when they had Hakeem and Clyde Drexler. They were amazing. Dude. Oh, so that's they why it was amazing. a big deal when Clyde got on the Rockets in the 90s then, because it was a yeah, reuniting yeah, of Houston. At the University of Houston. Yeah, absolutely. Joby Look at Joby Hall. Hall. That looks like a guy who, A, Joby Hall sounds like a com- comedian from the 20s, and he looks like he is Jim Crow. <laughs> yeah. he, uh, he was the coach of Kentucky after Adolph Rump. Adolph Rump, come on. Wouldn't you have ch- I realize you were born before the Second World War. Just change your Get first name. Get a different name. name. Call your name Get Al. a different name. I'm Al Rump. Dolph. You know, even that. Even that virtue. Germanic signaling. 
Just change Adolf. Change Adolf. You, you think know. they call him Daryl Lundgren in Germany? <laughs> Daryl Lundgren. Look at those blue blazers. Well, right now they're in last place in the SEC. I yeah. love that. That's a bygone era of the time. The like branded broadcaster. Absolutely. Absolutely. You wear a fucking you a wear a PGA tour jacket Absolutely. to broadcast. Uh, that's what I remember. I mean, that's what I grew up on. Oh, you know, I've tooth and nail with all these darkies here at the school now. You know what I'm talking about? I tell you what, I bet you there's some southern guys back then, like like some white guys. They loved them. That, that could actually they loved deal with the colors. Them. Yeah. And just like, I think there could be a connection. Uh, Lefty Drizel, who was the coach of Maryland. Maryland was my favorite Lefty's basketball Lefty's always into great. Yeah. <laughs> Lefty's always in a great. And he was, uh, you know, he, and he grew up in like the poor in like southern Virginia. He could recruit. Uh, black folks liked uh, Lefty Drizel. I think he spoke. I, I, he was, I think, pretty respectful, and I think he actually they, they connected with that, you know. And so he could recruit, man. He got talent at that school. Maryland had talent in the seventies. Buck Williams. That's right. You know, uh, they almost got Moses Malone, but he went to the end. I love commercials. Oh, the Yugo. You know, my mom had a Colt forty-five. <sighs> Look how much that still four thousand bucks. I remember that being so like I almost could have afforded it back then. Yeah. You know? Hugo like, was a joke car by the time oh, I came around. Oh, it was the joke then. Yeah. Well, it was from Eastern Europe. What? They're gonna export a car here? It was like the toy. It was like the PT cruiser of its time. Yeah, it was it was, where terrible. It was like, yeah, girly men have this car. I remember I gave a joke to a guy, you would like this. A Yugoslavian comic, and I was waiting in line one time to go up at the uh, laugh factory. He said, Yeah, I, I was driving a Yugo and I had club on Yugo. Someone broke into the car to steal the club. You know that that that, that was the that was the joke. You get that one? <laughs> no. Because the Yugo was so valueless okay. that you stole the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that joke. Yeah, I, I, I felt good about. Do we want to go to some Buffalo Eyewitness <laughs> News? Do we want to go to some Indianapolis news? Well, how about? Do you want to go up a day? Do we want to go up a day? History. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're ensconced in TV history. Yeah, yeah. Fully ensconced. Let's get it. You want to go to a different year? Um, No, no, no. Let's. Eighty-seven. This game. I want to get this game. Can we we fast forward this at all? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's fast forward to the game. I want to see who's actually playing in it. Crocious loves uh, a lineup. Yeah, absolutely. The lineup is great because I'll recognize like four of these guys. Rex Chapman is the guy though. Bratton Rose, Louisiana. Oliver Brown. He played, I think he uh, sired a few children. I'm sorry, that's horrible. They didn't even have the fucking guy mic'd. You just hear him in the. Exactly. That's a. I remember him. I remember him. He played in the NBA brief. All of these people collapsed on the court of irregular heartbeats. Daryl Joe. I tell you what, uh, D- Dale Brown could recruit. He got some talent. This is before Shaq. Sh- Shaq going to LSU was a big deal. I was going to ask if Shaq was in the works here. Uh, this is right before Shaq. They're recruiting Shaq yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, probably. Probably. They, they had bring him. Fucking cauldrons of gumbo over to his house. Yeah, he had been in two Final Fours. He was in two Final Fours. Yeah, Rex There's Jeff. Rex. He's a freshman. Owensboro. That was a mass shooting there. I only know two of these guys so far. Richard Madison. I don't remember him. 
uh, Kentucky was good, too. They were like an Elite Eight team, certainly a Sweet 16 team. Oh, and Memphis didn't have the Italians, so they probably stole all of Memphis's players. Rob Locke. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Memphis is Tennessee. This is classic white basketball if Rex Chapman is the fucking pride and joy Uh, of this team. I remember Ed Davender. I remember him. He played for Golden State for a year and a half. (laughs) I like Davender. He was a good... I don't. I, James oh, Blackmon. Did you know, you know he transferred from Indiana? He couldn't handle like he played three couldn't years in Indiana. Bobby. Yeah, and he, and he went to went to. You know, Bobby Knight probably threw a fucking Can you SLUR imagine that? at him. Can you imagine like being on a team for three years and then finally saying, "I can't do this again with this guy. I can't do it." You know. That's why Bobby Knight. That's every one of these players has stolen my wallet at some point on campus here. <laughs> Bobby Knight was such a dick. He'd always say, we graduate our players. It's because so many guys transfer out because they can't stand playing for your maniacal ass. He was a lunatic, man. Bobby Knight was a lunatic. Straight up lunatic. I remember not liking him. That type of coach, I'm from an era, like like when I started playing sports and organized sports, like that type of coach was out there. Small towns always had like a red ass. Was like John Wooden always ass. a nice guy or was he red ass? John Wooden was like the good guy, right? I, I think he was pretty intense but he had and very structured, but he was like very much like had integrity. He had totally That's had the give and take of those. Those coaches, those big progressive coaches... John Wooden was probably a virulent homophobe or something like that. There's always <laughs> one thing. That I hope not. I watched the Minister of Defense. Oh yeah, fucking yeah. I didn't. I forgot Reggie White was so homophobic, and then he like before he died, he was like learning. I oh, feel really, like Reggie really? White would have been a hardcore lib. Would have been like a Black Lives Matter. Interesting. Libbed out, fucking. He yeah. would go up there, and can you imagine Tucker Carlson trying to mouth off to Reggie White? <laughs> no, I know it's an intimidating guy. You need to have that presence. Yeah, you need to have it. There has to be a muscular presence to your resistance. It can't just be like snooty. Like you're saying the wrong word. Yes, you are saying the wrong word. Yes, you are. And and words do matter. But you know something? They don't give a fuck. I, I watched this thing yesterday Ooh. on the news. Uh, yesterday on the news about. Um, uh, this this comic it was pretty funny. He totally took the piss at a uh, a, uh, a uh, school board hearing in, in Pennsylvania, and he went up there and was like, "I'll tell you a book that has so much gross sexual content." He's sort of reading from the Bible. You know, he's like, and and Moses is he, had, he was reading from the Bible and talking about, oh, we should ban this because there's sexual content, you know, in the Bible. And they go back to New York, like people from like the you know, they, it was it was in Pennsylvania. But this woman came up and she had her, you know, her T-shirt on with the fist in the air, and she turned around and said, "Shut the fuck up!" To these total like redneck women, and they, the way that they react is the classic way that the, the bully reacts. Ooh, ooh, like, like that reaction, you know, of like, ooh, you're actually, yeah, yeah, I am fighting back at you. That that has to act, that has to happen because actually they're truly afraid. Yeah, they're truly afraid. They're afraid. The Rupp Arena, that ha- that sounds like a demolished building. Oh, oh yeah. I think it's still there, though. <laughs> well, it, it College had... arenas, we went to her graduation at West Virginia, and I got to be honest, <clears throat> I didn't trust this structure. Yeah, This was a gym that clearly was built in the 50s. Yeah. No support beams. It's just a wooden dome, yep. a wooden dome Yeah, in yeah. West Virginia. Yeah, yep, absolutely. I'm sure some lumber guy was like, I'll get that you know, government contract, and we'll... Put the wood up there. It'll last 150 yeah. years. Good old. Now we'll you set know? it on far. But it's, uh, yeah, they don't have the cash. 
That's a poor state. You look at the Hall of Fame too. Poor state. There's like two black people. That's when you know they got the white basketball heritage. Oh, West oh, Virginia. Oh, 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 yeah. Jerry Their entire West. Hall of Fame. It's Jerry West and all Bob whites. Huggins. Is yeah. Bob Huggins in there? Yeah. So you went to West. When did you go to West Virginia? She went. Uh, a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, okay. I remember, yeah, I'm talking about, about uh, what the wooden dome was like when we went to your graduation at West Virginia, and then how it was all white basketball players in their Hall of Fame. I heard Morgantown's kind of a cool town, though. Oh, it's, so cool. it's a yeah. college town. Yeah, it's the it's the Bloomington, Indiana yeah. of West Virginia, but it is hilljack, dude. Yeah, I'm sure. There's pill. You you feel the pills in the air. Yeah. Yeah, West Virginia has got a real opioid issue, man. Like, hardcore. Blackman is a tremendous jumper. Oh, yeah. Is this... Oh, does he... Yeah, he blocks a shot. Yeah. That's a good... Ooh. Dude, I've been playing basketball. Snapped dude. his MCL, but he's going to play through it. Uh, I played this past Friday for the 10th time in 14 weeks. Don't you have a torn ACL? No. No. <clears throat> no. I That's what I love about athletes, is if a regular human has a torn ACL... They don't do shit. They just tell you, like, all right, you can't play basketball anymore. <laughs> Same thing with dogs. I was walking a dog, and the dog tore its ACL. You've got bad health insurance. And the, and the the owner was like, oh, no, it's no big deal. He just, like, the the vet said he just, like, will walk. He might limp. I have a limp. And but, yeah. like, yeah, he just can't run anymore. Yeah. And, like, because they were like, it's either this or $10,000 yeah, to repair surgery. his ACL. Yeah. And the dog was 11, so she literally was like, we would rather put him down. Than I, I'm curious. I'm curious. How big of a pet insurance market is there? There's got to be a pet insurance. Oh market. yeah, it's got to be. Hundred percent. I mean, there's and it's be mostly like, for dog walking and dog grooming and. But, but also insurance for people they want their pet insurance oh, yeah. for that exact reason. I Motherfuckers want the fuckers in Eagle Rock that you get fucking your shit swiped up by a mountain lion. Yeah, there's pet insurance. Isn't that crazy? Or even like some people have weird insurance where like if you hit their dog, you'll have to fucking pay your damages oh out and stuff. God. We're like, uh, it's this dog is a member of our family, so it's insured to the tune of $4.6 million. Have you, have you ever... Uh, uh, I had a, a good friend of mine in college. You know, when I went to grad school at University of Chicago. I dropped yeah. the name. By the way, I'm in on that now, saying to the tune. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so I... Uh, uh, a, a guy was, uh, you know, a lot of foreign students there from different countries. The first thing almost all the foreign students said when they came to America, that they were just like, what's going on? What is your relationship with your pets? There's one guy in particular was like, he treats his dog. This guy was from Bulgaria. And, and, yeah. and, and when the wall was still there, you know yeah. what I mean? Like Bulgarian wall. Like communism was there the first 12 100%. years of his life. Bulgaria, the first snow, they're eating yeah. their dogs. So he said like, like, you know, our dog, I got news for you. Some nights that dog didn't eat. And if it whined, it got, it got slapped back. Like it did, you know, that, that happened. He's like, the way they treat your pets and your dogs here, it's like it's a human being. Like he could not get the people's obsession with their pets in this culture. And he's totally right. I agree with him. You yeah. Know? It's like, anyway, yeah, pet insurance. Well, so, yeah, that's, yeah. So this day, uh, how about a, uh, is there a news story from this day, maybe? Yeah, let's uh, go to the news, brother. I, I'm going to guess it. I'm going to guess it. It's a story. Do you want to go Buffalo or do you want to go Indianapolis? Let's go Buffalo. One minute clip. Do, do you know what it's going to be? Uh, a Gorbachev. If it's the beginning, the lead story will be like a Gorbachev story. So this is going to be the preview, the nightcast preview. Big deal. And then we got a. The Cold War ended. Big deal. God. God. Out on a limb. We'll continue in a moment. <laughs> the fuck was that? You're out. Martin Sheen. Oh, oh, this is uh, this is uh, de Dead Zone. 
Dead Zone. Between murder and madness is the Dead Zone Sunday. Uh, that movie's good. That's a great movie. Have you ever seen? That's good acting. Oh, yeah. That's actually the best, I think, of the... Uh, some of the stories we're working on for Eyewitness News Nightcast. A traveler's advisory continues in effect for Erie County and western yeah. New York. We'll take a look at the road conditions and oh. tell you how Buffalo's snow fighting force is doing tonight Jesus. on Nightcast. Meanwhile, they get we'll murdered by snow. It's all about snow here in Buffalo. A few flurries are coming down. Tom Jowles. He works with an axe. You know? like Brian Cranston. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now is that things are starting to slow down and things are going to be much, much better by tomorrow morning. We'll have a complete report. I am the weather. Oh. I, I don't miss that at all. Alex Trebek. Yeah. Look at who's Meredith McRae. Oh, 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 she was a uh, like a TV star of that era. Tonight at 12:30. Those those Neapolitan sweaters. All right, were we'll do the full boy horrific. here. Like if you wore that now, would you be a hipster? Like if you wore Neapolitan, oh, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. would be like a sign of yeah. cool. You're right? a, you're an, you're an ally. Oh, God. You're an ally. Oh my God. TV Channel Eight. I don't get it. Here we go. This is music Indiana. with Mike Ahern. Rex Grossman running around Indianapolis uh, right Indiana now. Indiana started to get taken over by the right in the, in the 80s. 1987, they're fucking psyched about Jeff George joining the NFL. No, no, it's 90. <clears throat> so he's in college in 87, Jeff George. Oh, oh, he, he uh, his first year. He was, he was, he was totally, uh, total prima donna. Statewide television audience that better schools yeah, are see. important enough to warrant higher taxes. Jim Shell is back from the state. Wow, better schools. Indiana are, saying that? Are important? Debbie, at the risk of being overdramatic, the governor tonight compared the task facing the state legislature to that of the Constitutional Convention. To that of me growing hair in the front of my head. Before the governor arrived in front of a joint session of the General Assembly, each legislator received a copy of the book, The Reckoning, each with a personal inscription from the governor. It's a book that Orr says spells out the need for changes in public education. Then, they passed Dianetics wonder, around. <laughs> was he a Democrat? I, I come before you tonight with a message. He's got to be a Republican. Of my past six. Let's look. He yeah. told legislators that he is ignoring political is advice and the risk of defeat to propose an ambitious education reform plan featuring a longer school year and a sales tax increase to pay for it. Only two I'm going to run on a, on a tax increase. Have a school year that is death. Than our 175 days. And when he was a Republican. Wow. He served as the ambassador of Singapore from 89 to 92 under George H.W. Wow. Bush. So he actually had like a, there was a bit of a social conscience. He was in succeeded him. by John Huntsman as the ambassador. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Uh, he was a name. Let's see. He was succeeded by Evan Bay. Uh, Evan as, Bay as Evan governor Bay. of Absolutely. Indiana, who Evan, probably was a sack of shit. No, 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 no. Evan Bay was a de- was a Democrat. Was a decent Democrat. So he was the guy through from. That's why Indiana ruled. See, I lived in Indiana under the Evan Bay regime. You know, yeah, you know, he was actually okay, but it was it became much much more conservative. So this motherfucker fought in World War II, this ore guy. You see, again, it was a generation that still had a social conscience. But that that is gone now. In the Republican Party, that is gone. They'd call it, they'd say, well, we have one because of abortion. The lieutenant governor received in the speech had to do with bringing the Fuji Isuzu project to Lafayette. John Mutz is to be highly commended for his diligence. They want to bring these Fugees here. Yeah. And so many others. Thank you, yeah. John. I'm a little disappointed that we got a reasonable Indiana here yeah. in 1987. Yeah, There's nothing well, to make fun of. 
Uh, it started to become very conservative in the 90s. We're going to have to watch Jeff George play football to find something to criticize about Indiana. Well, they didn't. I mean, the Colts stunk then. They st this is like pre This is the one-two pick era, right? When they had one and two? Uh, Oh, no, no, that, that, that was in 91. Early, 92. okay. That was early 90s. This era was like Jack Trudeau. This is right after Baltimore was their quarterback. See if I can they played in the RCA Dome. Uh, they, they, they didn't need to play in a dome, but they did. So what do we got here? And they also okay. had like, uh, God, they were terrible. They had bad football. Uh, who else was on their team at that time? They had bad teams. Truly bad teams in the mid-'80s. The Colts were a bad football team. God, who? I'm going to try and close on this, speaking of that. I think they had, like, Verdon was a running. Oh, it was a wide receiver. Oh, my God. Here we go. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, fuck yes. God, you're having sex over You're going to love this. Welcome to Face the Nation. I'm Leslie Stahl reporting from the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Super Bowl 21 will be played here yep. later today, climaxing one of the most bone-cracking, shoulder-smashing, tendon-tearing seasons in the history of professional football. Not next. Injuries year. are up as the sport becomes more. Look at Kramer going after him. <laughs> Kramer went after him. Broken bones and broken careers. The NFL this is what it is. You know, this is what we want to see. Was a record-breaking year for injuries. Yeah. The astroturf. Look at that awful. fucking football foot. Yeah. Football players' feet are all oblong. Because oh. they've been Neil Lomax. More than half the league starters missing. Who's that? White? Danny oh, no, White? Danny White, I think. Yeah. Boomer. Look at fucking McMichael, just a withered human being at this oh. point. Ah, from the, the Al's. Ah, the blade. The He's blade coming. is close, man. He is the sickle. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you give his over-under? A year? Yeah. I was going to say like eight, nine months Look at maybe. Barry. What was he, a rookie? No, no, that's, that, 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 that was, uh, that was uh, uh, Sims. That was, that was uh, Billy Sims. And disagree about the violence, too. I don't feel they're necessarily more violent acts. I think it's gentle. I've been in the past. Uh, Roselle was, I mean, he got ran into the ground. Look at Lawrence Taylor just on crack. I play hard, I play aggressive, and um, I play gay ass shit. Will get hurt. Well, when you play again, but Longs is not intentional. Lawrence Taylor seems like the kind of guy that wouldn't be comfortable with a homosexual next to his locker. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look at what he's wearing. He's wearing a Zumba. Dexter Manley. I've heard of Zumba pants, not oh. Zumba shirt. Oh. There's, yeah, get his voice. Here's the thing about the yeah. game. Madden is the guest. Oh, I'm sure the NFL was like, you know, you speak to the people. He's going to fucking grease up the fucking league here. I don't CBS remember this News, fight. Los Angeles, face the nation God. with national affairs correspondent. Vikings started to get good this year. It's Madden. Look at him spread eagle in front of her, just showing, <laughs> showing off his dominance, dude. You Our know, first guest is CBS Sports commentator John Madden, former head coach of the then Oakland. I display my dominance immediately. I just put my bag right there in the <laughs> open. I want to see what he has. Violent game, and when you get just big, strong, fast guys running into each other, that's a violent act. And I think the guys are just bigger and. You and know, fast. the GM of the Reds explained this <laughs> a couple of years ago. Well, it was a couple years I mean, after this, man. She was oh. No, who was the dude, the guy, the man? Well, Al Campanis yes. was the GM for the Dodgers. He was the one who claimed about slave trade and he, shit. He and Jimmy the Greek are the first examples of canceling in my eyes. Marge shot should have been canceled. She was bad. Playing within the same parameters. And when those guys run into each other. They're all killing each other. 
So it's like, you know, democracy in a way. And maybe put a guy out of the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. They go out there and play to win. And defensive players by nature are very aggressive. And I think he's the voice of the league. You know, we turn these people into machines literally by the time they're 18. So they have no, they, these guys don't have a conscience, Laura. But but they're also oh, you know, he's okay. He's a good guy. He's not talking down to me. You know, he's at the plant. I could talk to John Madden. Yeah. So his reasoning, I, I buy it. You know, it right. makes sense to me. We're closing it down. Yeah. Sorry, Craig's got to go. We got to go. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to put this on here but just for something in the background. But I think a good show, decent show. Yeah. We've got a few la good laughable moments in there. Oh, yeah. Spagnola. They love Spagnola. They do love Spags. We love you. Good night. Absolutely. We'll see you when we see you. Good times. Thanks for listening. Here. How many monthly listeners do we have, typically? I don't really track it. Hundreds. Okay. Between all media and okay. all that, which is fine. Yeah. Okay. We got a little. We got a little carving. Okay. See you later, guys. All right, everyone. Don't drink Enjoy and drive. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. I hate to leave you. I really must say, oh, good night, sweetheart. Good night. Well. Just can't get right. Well, I hate to leave you, baby. I don't mean maybe because I love you so. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. I hate to leave you, I really must say, oh, good night, sweetheart, good night. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>